Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. I am a reverend, so, you know, whatever that entitles me to. We're not sure uh, still. Yeah, I, like, folks have asked me to perform weddings. I'm like, yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> why not? You're a reverend. That's the whole point. I know, but, like, yeah. it's, like, one of the things that I don't want to do as a reverend. That's the part. Yeah. yeah, you know. Plus, you I don't, don't want to be do responsible. That. Like, 50% of marriages end in divorce anyway, so I don't want to be responsible. Yeah, why would you take divorce. responsibility for that? <laughs> you married him. So? Yeah. I you wanna, cursed her. I don't I'm wanna, only going to marry you. I'm not going to divorce you. You got to go to somebody else for that. The worst, the, priest down the, the worst thing than having a really good streak of marrying Wait. people is having a really bad streak of marrying people. But do priests divorce people, though? No, I'm pretty sure judges. you just go to the courthouse. Yeah, it's judges yeah. that, that yeah. divorce, right? Yeah. So, so what are you worried about? In the clear. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, don't technically, couples it. divorce themselves. Okay. Yeah. Could you? Could, is that a marketable opportunity? If you, as a reverend, a, mar- like, a yeah. marketunity, I'll sure. Do your, We've uh, just made a new portmanteau. A marketable opportunity becomes a marketunity. I'll do your. Uh, I'll perform the divorce. Yeah, the divorce ceremony. Oh, no yeah! I only perform that. divorces. That's, that's right. A, that's going to be my comeback now. Whenever somebody asks me to, hey, you're a reverend, right? Yes. Will Will you do our wedding? No, I, but I will only do, do the divorce. Divorces. Yeah, I'll, I will do the divorce. All right. We'll let you know later. <laughs> uh, have you guys ever like? So this sounds like, do you remember this old show? They made a reboot of it, too, 21 Jump Street. Oh, yeah. The movie, yeah. the new movies are hilarious, yeah. too. And then I'm trying to remember the movie where it was like it was like Steve Buscemi. And it's like a meme now where he has like the, the skateboard. He's like, hello, fellow high school aged people. Right? That, but, but he's not yeah. obviously a high school age, but he's pretending to be. I thought that was Half-Baked. But that's no, a completely uh, different movie, no. isn't it? But at any rate, uh, this comes to us from... D-N-Y-U-Z.com, whatever that is. Whatever. Woman, aged 29, enrolled in high school and pretended to be a teenager. Yeah, that's definitely a movie. <laughs> yeah. They've made yeah. several yeah. movies about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. With, with Jump Street, though, it was uh, uh, super young cops right. who would then pretend to be oh, high yeah. school students to get in and bust, like, kids, you know, I don't know, selling dope to each other yeah. or something. Well, that's I, terrible. The, 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 horror. Recent, <laughs> the reboot movies were funny. Especially like the second one, because they go like, it's the same case as last time. So, and that was part of the inside joke of the second movie. Speaking of cops, I don't know if you guys saw this, but the New Hampshire State Police posted on Facebook of this drug bust, this mega drug bust they did, and it was just some weed. Wow. And they were like posting on Facebook, like, look at us. Recently? Yeah, this is like a few days ago. De- decriminalized here. Not in, well, they still, it was, it was a substantial amount. So probably, uh, you could was tell, it pounds? Well, yes, and you could. T- it was a bunch Kilos. of different strains. Mm. You could tell they were selling it, but you know they just the like, cops were selling it. Now they are, uh, but you could tell they like stole it. it from some kids, and their small business destroyed. Now they're probably it only was, showing you like like one quarter of what well, they actually you know got, and, and honestly, then they're going to keep the other like two thirds or two, right. three quarters. From what I saw on the post, it was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. For four days, a 29-year-old woman pretended to be a student at a New Jersey public high school. Four days. That sounds long. Before they caught on, probably, right? They're like, this student seems awfully mature for her age. They're like, why does she have boobs? (laughs) Uh, I've been to high school. High school girls have boobs. I went to an all-boys school. 
Oh, Some of them had boobs. Some of them had boobs. <laughs> she attended classes, spent time in the guidance office, and collected phone numbers from teenagers who helped her find her way through the maze of hallways, according to the students and a school official. The students were so nice to her. Like, oh, come on. Be friends with us. Your she boobs. can buy beer for us. I don't right. think they knew that she was 29. Uh, I, you know, yeah. I don't know. She continued to text former classmates days after the ruse was discovered last week, students said. The woman identified by police as uh, Hyeyong Shin was arrested on Tuesday and charged with providing documents that falsified her age to officials at New Brunswick Public Schools. Well, that's why she was able to get away with it. Why? Because Asians age so much slower than the rest of us. They do. It's true. They're like, look at her perfect complexion. The incident first reported by New Brunswick Today. Never heard of that has raised concerns about the safety protocols in place to verify student identities and the woman's reason for sneaking into a school that enrolls children as young as 15. Children. In the first place. As young as 15. Uh, That's an adult. Aubrey A. Johnson, the school superintendent, told board members Tuesday that the district would be evaluating how to better look for fake documentation and other things, according to a video of the meeting shared on Twitter. Wait, I thought she was a cop. No, 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 no. We oh. were we were just talking about Twenty One yeah. Jump Street. This yeah yeah. But this lady so was why did cop. she do this? Well, they haven't said that yet. Uh, neither school nor police officials offered any information about a possible motive for her behavior. So she's just a weirdo. I mean, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. So or a child predator, right? Because right. she was like texting I, that's a the weirdo, students. is yeah. it not? Well, obviously, uh, okay. Yeah, I think it's worse than a weirdo. Yeah, it's, it's like, a category of weirdo. It's not just your normal yeah, average. Yeah, it's weirdo. a category. We, of we've expanded on the weirdo ness. With with the potential for child predator. I thought, now, I mean, this does like, beg the question, though. How many people have done this and been successful? Who would want to? Well, well obviously, there's a reason, right? Now, let's say that reason is something like child trafficking. I mean, that, but right? that's the only thing I can think of. Cause high well, let's just say terrible. it is. How many times has this been done to no one's knowledge? Right? Where I mean, it's, you know, I, got, oh, yeah, know. oh, no, she transferred out. You yeah, know, she mean, was she was only here for a few weeks. Like when I was in school, we had yeah. students that came in and like a couple yeah. months later were gone or whatever. You know, that totally happened like frequently even. Yeah. Did they look a little mature for their age? Mature. I had uh, I had one teacher who pronounced it mature. Manure. And I'm like, you mean mature? She's like, yes, very mature. Yeah. So pretentious. Like, All right, lady. Yeah. I, yeah. At any rate, uh, Ms. Shin. Probably of, pronounces the T in often too. Often. Terrible. (laughs) Ms. Shin of New Brunswick, New Jersey, provided a false birth certificate to school officials. A third degree crime, according to a spokesman for the city's police department. What made it false? Third degree. Well, uh, the the date of birth, obviously. Okay. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Like, I don't know how much of this I want to share, but I have a family member, right, who was adopted by a married parent, and they went back and edited the birth certificate to put a name on it that wasn't there when she was born. Jerome calling from South Carolina. Jerome, you are on Free Talk Live. Hey, hey, I didn't mean to call you again, but I, I saw I was doing some. Yes, you did, and it's fine. On, you can call every day if you like. Phone. No, I can't do that. I got a life. Uh, but this, this I don't believe you. Out of ten- <laughs> <laughs> did you, you butt know, dial you us? Is that what you're saying? You butt dial us? He's like, well, now that I'm on the phone, I might as well, well say as well have a conversation yeah. and be We're on, on national dial, radio. You need to be butt dialed. Yeah. See, you, it's going to hold down the one. See, I like you because you got a weird sense of humor like me. See, you make me chuckle sometimes. 
You hear that, yeah. Richie Rich? You make him chuckle. Yay. Yeah. He does, too, but a different kind of way. <laughs> he gets the feeling in the loins. <laughs> a little tingle no, in the, in the jingle? Not, not necessarily so, but anyway. Not necessarily. Uh, I was doing... The, the loin part is a part that's kind of weird, kind of... You know, speaking of weird... Look, I know I'm everyone's type, so let's just move on. With that. <laughs> Whatever. Sounds like a personal problem to me. Anyway, uh-huh. anyhow, did you see this story out of Laverne, Tennessee? This police department is L-A-V-E-R-G-N-E. I think that's how they spelled it. It's a police department where there was like orgies and swapping and... Oh, you talking like about the, the the one the chick who's been uh, brutally memed <laughs> because oh, yeah. and none was, of the guys have be, right because she was uh, banging everybody in the police station and then uh, there's more to that story but that's the only part that I remember. It's the only part that matters. It just reminded me of like Super Troopers and Ursula, <laughs> yeah. and and she's married and her husband yeah. is still with her. Your husband's like, ah, it's okay. I still love her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, hey, and they think they think they have something going on on Good Morning America. That's I don't think he wants to give up those sweet state man. bennies if he like breaks up with her, right? <laughs> He's getting cop so, benefits I, for life and retirement. I mean, like drinking and tops falling off and uh and jacuzzis and all kind of crazy wild stuff. Oh no! Thinking, well, that's just, he just like wants the health insurance. Like, that's just like a Saturday night for a rock and roll person, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't say radio I'm like I missed everything yeah. hey well how come I didn't hear about this story from the media because I sure didn't hear I, about it I don't know how you missed it yeah I, I, I heard mean, it from Facebook I, I'm actually kind of oh, tired yeah? of hearing about it really I'm surprised <laughs> you brought it up because it, it's actually it, it's more than five minutes old which you know normally uh, if we're covering current events that's beyond the uh, the human scope of attention span, you know, if anything's more than a week old, like, oh, that's old. Yeah. He just doesn't want to talk about hey. the police brutality case that's coming up. Well, yeah, we if, you were, if, you were, if you were tired, if you were tired hearing of it, your tide probably came from a different reason. But you know, that's neither here nor there. You know, sexually speaking, anyway. But uh, that, I feel like that was supposed to be a joke, but Jerome, yeah. got to work on yeah, that delivery, kinda, bro. I'm, I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm not a professional. We know you're sorry. Now apologize. Anyway, that was weird. You can tell he's never been Man. to an orgy. <laughs> no. He absolutely no. has. <laughs> not even, not even close to one. Hey, I went to a See? strip club one time, but I didn't. I never went back because there were just some things in that place, you know, to kind of turn. Did you off. make a lot of money while you were there stripping? <laughs> No. Amateur night? <laughs> not with my body. I you, you know, Jerome, a lot of lot of folks get started later in life. It's not unheard of for uh, you so know you somebody somebody of your age to begin hosting orgies. It's Bad Slave calling from New Hampshire. Thanks for finally getting that right there. <laughs> it's only taken me like three years. Yeah, well. What makes someone uh, a bad anyways, slave? Wait, wait, are you a father? You could be dad slave. Well, I am. Uh, I am a father. And if you I'm start, if you start trends, you could be fad slave. Mm. My, as a matter of fact, both of my children were born at home uh, with a midwife. Actually, the midwife didn't show. It was a, uh, a doctor, uh, an MD candidate oh. that was in schools that came and and uh, caught my uh, daughter. Uh, she was um, 
she she was uh, born while my uh, by their mother stood up. Mm, okay, that's still a fad though. Even nowadays, no, well, I, I, I mean, don't want to call it a fad, but people think it's a fad. What would you call it? it? A, a, I would it call it the a, way you're supposed to have a baby. Oh, but right, right. That's exactly. just me. What, 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 not centrifugal force. Oh, but we, yeah, not spinning around, but, but, oh, not, not flinging. To a hospital like no baby bed. flinging going on. I mean, what, honestly, I would prefer them. flinging. That's what than the article. That's the verb they used. Flinging. Yeah. To I fling think flinging is better uh, than know. having a baby in the freaking hospital. But, but we digress. That's uh, just me. A bad slave. What were you calling about? Well, I was calling about uh, to admonish you all and all the. Okay. Uh, thanks. No, no, no. Let me, let me give you the admonish. The, the admonish. <laughs> you. Come on. Um, the, Where are we going? Uh, I'll drive. We're You'd going with uh, federal law and, and, and the potential of that law not actually being authorized by the Constitution. Okay. So all of them, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, nearly, nearly all of them. There's. There's very, very few that uh, correspond with the, uh, you know, limited yeah. and uh, powers that were given the 17 or 18. So how do we get rid yeah. of them all? Well, I'm, I'm happy for that, too. But let's go back to, and, and, and when people say, oh, well, they have a federal law about marijuana, you got to say, no, they didn't. <laughs> I mean, they do. No, they, it's just invalid. It, it, of course it's invalid. If it's invalid, then it's not a law. But they will enforce it as if it is, and that's more important well, yes, for the average and, person. And stop that. I mean, this is, this is what can be done in, with nullification in the general court in New Hampshire, and, and we can just do it. Just say, listen, you guys don't have this authorization. Go the F away. So what does it take to put together a uh, nullification campaign that informs and educates every resident of New Hampshire? They do it all the time. You know, have you heard of the Tenth Amendment Center? I mean, I know about it because, well, I'm sort of a nerd and I got into liberty. A decade or so ago, nerds. Yeah. Uh, However, not the the average person doesn't know jack, right? If you say nullify, they go what? That's a word I don't use in my everyday vocabulary. About it, it ain't gonna happen. You need to talk about it, Nikki. What's wrong with the chicken feed? That's a great question. People are reporting that their chickens have stopped laying eggs, and that the feed might be the reason why. That's what it sounds like. According to this, uh, what is this? That's what the headline said. EVmagazine.com. What exactly is causing the egg shortage? Many people are reporting that there are issues with the commercial chicken feed, speculating that it has even prevented their hens from laying eggs. I've seen this go around on the internet. I've seen people who are like, yep, I totally switched my chicken feed to this, all natural, whatever, and they started laying eggs again. I have a question. Do you guys buy food at the grocery store? Yes. Okay. How much is a dozen eggs right now? Like I'm dead serious. I'm asking. Five, six bucks. Yeah, that's about right. Okay. Is that expensive for yep, the yes. grocery store? Oh, hell yes. So what did what was it before? Like a, a dollar. Buck 29. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it as low as 99 cents. 
And okay. every it, like every month or so, they'd have a sale, and you get a dozen for a buck. Okay, that's uh, pre-COVID. So not and actually anymore. during COVID as well. Like it was, it was really- well, okay. I so mean, six dollars th- for like bleached grocery store eggs sounds expensive to it me. It's yeah. very expensive. Yeah. So, so there's a there's a couple of things. Now we got the feet issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. There's the general inflationary. Yeah, uh, problem of that's ever causing yeah, everything the 40% of all the dollars that exist created in the last right. couple, two, three years. But there was also like an avian flu that wiped out a whole bunch so, of the chicken so crops. So that was the original reason, in quotations, that they gave for the price of eggs going up. That's, But that's and not then, a false reason, though. That's, so that's my, well, part of the problem. My local egg lady was like, oh, yeah, I'm sh- she used to charge me three bucks or whatever. Now she's like, yeah, I'm going to have to charge you five bucks. Because the feed has gone up. Yep. So her chickens are still producing eggs. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I just bought seven dozen eggs from her. So yeah. she's got eggs. Yeah. So the feed but going up is also an inflationary price. and supply chain issue. So that's what right. that sounds like. It's a, it's but a even from her, it's like five bucks a dozen. Look, I know you guys probably didn't listen to last night's episode, but we talked about... Uh, <laughs> there's a phenomenon. Now I want to listen to it. There's a phenomenon that's happening, and people are smuggling eggs across the border oh, yeah. from Mexico into oh. the U.S. By the way, I listened to last week's Sunday episode, <laughs> and I heard you guys talking smack about me. Nice. When you got up to leave? Yeah. Remember I told you to make sure you listen to that part? Yeah, that was yeah. messed up, man. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> I'm glad you finally listened to it. <laughs> no, I listened to it that night. Oh, really? I was at work, you know, doing doing my thing, and I was like, "Oh, I better listen to them talking crap about me." But she waited until tonight to air her grievances on air. Yeah. Nice. Did we do yep. a good job? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, right. Could have done better, but Ooh. yeah, I mean, challenge accepted. Always. It is the Sunday <laughs> Take a night break, crew. Nikki. So it is the Sunday night crew. We put just a little less effort into this, I guess, than every other day. Yeah. So do the callers. So at any rate, uh, the rising egg prices in America have affected millions of homes. The cost of eggs in California has risen 550% in the last month. That sounds like a lot. Going from roughly $1.34 to $7.37 per dozen. $7? There's it's places cheaper where, to buy chickens, there's, honestly. There's places where eggs are 9 bucks a dozen. What? I mean, when I was in California, gas was like seven dollars a gallon. Oh, yeah, California's like so. twice as expensive as California. Just literally sucks. anywhere else. Yeah. Well, except, everything about it just sucks. Except their their price increase for eggs has gone up about the same as it has in New Hampshire. Right, it's like five hundred yeah. some odd percent, and here it's about five hundred some odd percent. But here, so com- I can go comparable. drive down the street and say, "Hey, neighbor." Yeah, or just look for, a sign, a eggs? look for a sign. Somebody's look for like, a eggs, sign. Somebody's like, eggs, five exactly. bucks. Or whatever. Right. Yeah. But in as California, you said, even you're those... driving like 10 miles and there's nothing. We've got Monty calling from Kentucky. Monty, you are on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. I uh, really like the show. I like the intelligent uh, take that you have on everything. And I really, the, probably the most enjoyable part is the way you're really aggressively mediocre. And I <laughs> called. <laughs> I call it's going to be our new for, slogan uh, on Sundays: the aggressively, aggressively mediocre, mediocre free talk live. I called about the chickens, but uh, when you start talking about these judges, I mean, uh, you just got me riled up because uh, you know these these judges they constantly violate people's rights, and <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, U.S. Code eighteen section two forty two violations of rights under color of law is a felony. And every time they do it, they should be charged with one count. 
and you guys talk about the local thing, right? I think I think it's the sheriff. And they all do it except for the Honorable Joseph LaPlante. Yeah, right. And, uh, right. you know, I would never say anything about uh, the Honorable. Well, you know, actually, anybody that forces me to call them Honorable has got something wrong with their brain. And uh, all these lawyers that uh, make you go to – make you go to school just to learn another language so that uh, you can get a degree in uh, fooling everybody how smart you are, like Kamala Harris and, and Joseph Biden. I mean, these guys are lawyers, right? And, and we see how sharp their tools are. I mean, these guys are just jokes. But uh, let me get back to the chicken part okay. because that's what I really came here to brock, brock. talk all about. Oh. I've, got, I've, got about, I've got about 50, maybe 60 birds, uh, ducks, chickens, geese, uh, a couple of silkies, and for some reason, I got, yeah, and for some reason, the silkies are the only ones that never stop producing. Mm. Uh, and I, I kept using the same feed, so I don't know, I don't know what it, the deal was, but I think the cold weather is what got mine uh, production down. Do you mind if I ask more. what brand of feed you were using? Uh, it's from, uh, it's the same brand, I think it's producer's pride the same one they sell at uh tractor supply store but i buy mine from rural oh I, so that's supply. the one yeah that I, I asked because uh, this article the next uh, two sentences of this article says uh that's a question i'm asking myself and i've seen all over tiktok facebook and everywhere she then talks about the many posts on social media of chicken owners discussing how they ditched the commercial feed specifically the brand known as producer's pride in order to get eggs there you go well, you see, producers pride. They they got a couple of different products. They got meat bird, and they've got uh, layer feed, mm-hmm. and they've also got scratch. And the scratch is uh, like all of them is yeah. mainly corn, but they've also got about three or four other grains in there. I mean, you can buy bags that are uh, like seven grain or eight grain, uh, but it's basically a waste. Uh, the chickens, they just uh, you know, I feed my chickens way too much food. There's always excess. I give them table scraps. They don't eat vegetables. They, they love noodles and rice. So when I first started hearing about this, I heard someone on, it was actually on TikTok. Yeah. Someone. Trusted source. Exactly. So someone was listening to a TikTok near me and I was listening to it and I'm like, well, it's winter. I don't care where you are. It's colder in the winter. Even if you're in Southern California, sure. a little bit colder in the winter, yeah. they produce less. Yeah. So at first I thought nothing of it, but then... I heard of people switching their feed right. and then having the chickens produce. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting. And that's what this article points out is exactly. that some people and did at, just that. And at first, I'm, I'm not going to put too much stock in things I'm hearing on TikTok. Chicken stock? Beef but stock? When, yeah, chicken stock. But when I hear 10, 15 people tell me the same thing, especially people I know in real life, then I'm going to start yeah. you know, taking it more seriously. Like, And even to our callers... Uh, admittance he did switch up some feed so perhaps whatever switch he made is the reason his chickens began well he also said he wasted money switching it up right or did he right you know i mean if it's been two three weeks you know i mean how long does it take for changing your chickens feed to affect their laying you know yeah it might take a little bit so you know i I would think a week or two right you know, I, I would think. Yeah. I, don't I don't know what the digestive tract of a chicken yeah, looks like. Yeah, me neither. He would probably know better than I would, but, you know. Too bad we let him go. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. We have more to talk about, uh, including <laughs> as somebody, as people, well, the three of us and well, everybody, else, people. Yeah. everybody else on this 
free talk live show throughout the week, seven days a week, 7 to 10 p.m. Uh, this is very disturbing. This is from CNN.com. British teenager who made far-right hate videos influencing Buffalo Shooter has been jailed for 11 years. Oh, no. Just for making videos? Correct. Oh. Well, Freedom of speech. Incitement of a crime. Out the yeah. window. Yeah. They don't have that in England. We fought a war to get our freedom of speech. Right? They can't even have freaking This is the there. equivalent of uh, when I was growing up in the 80s, there was this organization called The Truth About Rock. And it was one of these uh, loosely affiliated with the PMRC and Tipper Gore's crusade oh. against... Uh, Tipper Gore caught her daughter listening to an album by Wasp called F Like a Beast, although F is you know the word I can't say. Yeah. Uh, and so she went on a crusade against rock and roll. I'm so glad oh, she is did. This this is, the, this is the video where the guy from Twisted Sister completely yeah, destroyed yeah. her? And this is the reason okay, cool. that parental advisory lyrics uh, labels right. uh, Losers. exist. Losers. Yeah. So no, at any rate. No, no, because here's the thing. By the time I was growing up in the 90s, that like, was that's cool, how I right? knew That's yeah. how I knew I wanted the album. Right, yeah. Because it had the parental advisory sticker cool on label. there. Yeah. Yeah. I asked for a CD, and my mom goes, you sure you want this one? It doesn't have the label on it. I'm like, yeah, it's cool anyway. <laughs> mom already knew. <laughs> she already knew. It's uh, got to have the label. So, I don't want it. So saying that this guy making whatever videos he made uh, is uh, causing uh, the Buffalo Shooter to become the Buffalo Shooter is like saying that I listened to Ozzy Osbourne, and that caused me to commit suicide. Yeah, uh, that not make any true. Sense. It's like I hit my foot in, or I hit my foot with a shovel for your mortgage. The things are they don't connect. Well, generally you're right, and there are people that take influence from more influential people and do things they wouldn't have done independently. And I'm not saying that the influencers should be held accountable, but I didn't. I am saying they have an influence. Certainly they do. Yes. yes. Have I been influenced by heavy metal music? Absolutely. Sure. Positively, without a doubt, I have. Yes. Has it influenced me to go and take a life or my own life? No. Sure. I find that ridiculous. And for anybody to blame content creators for the, the heinous actions of another human being is insane. Okay. Agreed. And yet there's still the crime, right, of like inciting a riot. I mean, this is all the things that uh, we talk about, right? Freedom of press, freedom of speech, right? Uh, art freedom, right? Freedom to, you know, make whatever content you want without being hindered. But you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. I think yeah, that's been Don't do that, right? But you know, if you want to make a video and talk about it, obviously you can do that. So there's nothing wrong with that. Well, they don't have freedom of speech. I mean, if I yell fire... Britain. If I yell fire in a crowded theater, did I really cause everyone to trample over everyone else on their way out? No. No. Just don't be able to yell fire in a crowded theater. You can yell whatever you want, yes. according to me. Thank you, Nikki. You're welcome. I've learned from the Smothers Brothers that if you ever uh, fall into a vat of chocolate, mm. that you should yell fire. Go on. Well, you're supposed to ask, why, why would you yell Why out? would you yell fire? Because... Nobody come and save you if you yell chocolate. I would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet tooth. I love yeah. chocolate. I also love. Who chocolate. doesn't? I might just swim around in the chocolate for a while before oh, you're yelling drowning? anything. That's cute. Uh, no, I do like the back backstroke. You know, he's got to eat his way out. Yeah. Yep. 
It's like a, it's like a Willy Wonka. No, no, no. Uh, beer Fest. You ever see that movie? Yes. So uh, dude falls into a vat of beer, and it's difficult dr- for him to get out. He so he looks left, out, and he yeah. looks right, and he goes, huh? And he goes, glug, glug. He just starts trying to drink his way out of the situation. Yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, when referring to Buffalo shooter Gendron, 19, who admitted to charges of murder and hate-motivated terrorism, Judge Field said, at the very least... The material you produced and published had some influence upon the young man. And I note, he was a similar age to you, who went out and shot 10 black people dead in a store in Buffalo. Prosecutor Jill Allman said investigations following the shooting at Club Q in Colorado had revealed a link between videos shared by Harris and suspected shooter Aldrich. So this was in Colorado? No, no, no. They're trying to blame... Oh, they're trying Multiple to tell this guy him? who made these videos that not only did he influence, not only is no. he an evil Mm-mm. bastard for making these hate-filled videos that influenced the Buffalo shooter, but they also influenced the no. Colorado shooter, and works. therefore he is a heinous person and should rot in hell for all eternity. That That's crazy. It's crazy to think that this boy could even get 11 years just for making a video. That's terrifying. Yeah. And then they're trying to blame all these shootings on him. When I mean, he didn't really do anything? You've heard of Ross Ulbricht, right? I mean, like, yeah. Okay. All right. So it's not like there was anything new, but still. The court heard the videos he made, glorified. It doesn't even say the court reviewed them. It's, it's almost like hearsay. The court heard the videos he made, glorified mass murderers, and encouraged others to emulate them with one video called How to Achieve Victory, promoting total extermination of subhumans once and for all. Harris was found guilty after mm-hmm. a trial of five counts of encouraging terrorism and one count of possession of material for terrorist purposes. I mean, this kid sounds like a weirdo, but I, he definitely doesn't belong in prison. He's probably Red Hoppa. The uh, the one about the possession for terrorist purposes referred to a 3D printer he was attempting to use to make firearm parts. I mean, that doesn't make him a terrorist. Judge Field said Harris had been, quote, a propagandist for an extremist right-wing ideology, adding, you are in close touch with other right-wing extremists online, and there can be little doubt that you shared ideas between you, PA reported. Like, like who says that in Did court? you present any evidence of this claim? They don't need to. It's England. Like, that's wild. The judge added the teenager had previous or convictions, including racially aggravated criminal damage of a memorial. To George Floyd in Manchester, New Hampshire, or not New Hampshire, in England. It's Major Payne calling from Michigan. Major. Yeah, let me egg you on. But, uh, you guys talking, talking about the chicken thing, that was a particularly foul con- uh, conversation, so you leave me little choice but to join in. Exactly. So anyway, a buddy of mine runs a health food store. Okay. And he's been into this, you know, non-roundup, uh, on GMO business for a long time. No Monsanto in his shop. Okay. There's a stretch of the county where there's a whole bunch of Amish farms, okay? Well, out in this particular subsection, there's a uh, chicken farmer. He raises turkeys and ducks and all that kind of crap, but he ain't, uh, he's not Amish. Well, when Doc, he finally, when he first got going in business, he had him convinced to, you know, not use herbally, herb, herbally, um, what's the damn word I'm thinking of? Organic? No, yeah, he, herbicides. Yeah, non GMO, non Roundup seed. No herbicides, right? Yeah, I got you. How would you and whatnot, you know? And yes, uh, 
he did this for a couple, three years, and the chickens was good, and Doc sold them out of the store. He went back one year, and the chickens was all scrawny and whatnot, and uh, Doc got to talking about, to the kid about the feed and whatnot, and he said, uh, well, his old man had talked him into buying this GMO feed because it was so cheaper, and he said they'd be all right. And Doc just looks at him and says, son, I can't sell these damn chickens. There ain't no meat on them. And I'm thinking that might be the same thing with the eggs. Oh. If you got problems, birds, mind your feed. Yeah, I mean, certainly. That's what the article suggests. What else All you got, Major? Well, Let's get to the meaty story today. Is the, it about chickens? The headline. No, it's about scientists who use a laser beam to divert lightning strikes. Really? <laughs> Laser-guided lightning systems could someday offer much greater protection than lightning rods. That doesn't make any sense. Laser-guided lightning. It just sounds cool, right? It sounds like a cat would like it. <laughs> like one of those pointers on, yeah. the, on the wall, on the floor. Yeah, it's, in, it's interesting, and I also fear it's going to be misused. So, uh, this is from Freethink.com. Sometimes a scientific accomplishment needs no hype to sound cool. Laser-guided lightning is one of these cases. <laughs> Since the time of Benjamin Franklin, we've looked for ways to control or at least deflect lightning strikes. In 1999, scientists first tried to control the path of a lightning bolt with a laser. Now scientists are reporting the first successful demonstration of laser-guided lightning. Pictures of one of the experiments speak for themselves. Uh, well, actually, that's not true. Pictures don't speak at all. I mean, they're worth a thousand well, words, though. Exactly. Right, but so they don't actually this, speak for themselves. Did this only happen once, and now they're saying it's a thing? You think they just got lucky? Because this might be a coincidence. <laughs> I might take it back. <laughs> <laughs> She's already changed her opinion live yeah. on the air. Full circle. Why does it work? Question mark. The power of very large lasers breaks down the atmosphere itself, creating a path for the lightning. The laser fires pulses of light rather than a continuous beam. Each pulse carries roughly a terawatt, one million watts, of instantaneous energy. This amount of power can only be delivered for a very tiny amount of time, about a picosecond, or one millionth of one millisecond. You can imagine a science fiction laser blaster... The pulse is traveling is a traveling line segment fired into the air. The blast is about a millimeter long, would motion blur into a beam in our eyes, and is made of infrared photons, so don't picture it too literally. Oh, thanks. So that's like Why Star didn't you Wars? tell me that before you told me to imagine it? Now I'm blind, <laughs> and I can't finish the segment. You bastards. The huge power of the pulse decreases the speed of light in the air through which it travels. This is a nonlinear optical process. Jargon for an effect that is only observed at extremely high light intensities, such as a powerful laser pulse. Okay, so uh, okay, so anyway, yeah, sometimes scientists did a thing; they diverted some lightning using a laser. Cool. There you go. I told you, my cat would yeah, love okay. that. I feel, I feel like, how would you aim that thing? Right, well, like aliens. lightning strikes so quick. Not where would you aim it? <laughs> Jesus. Like the light, lightning strikes happen so quickly. I just I'm imagining yeah. like. Oh no! You have to listen for the thunder. No, that comes afterwards. Oh well, I guess you're screwed. Massachusetts people, man. <laughs> the, uh, Sorry, I learned that in public school. <laughs> the, lightning uh, before thunder, light before sound. 
Right, yeah. If you count the seconds between the lightning and the thunder, you can tell how close the storm is. You can, yeah, I knew you can that estimate. part. Yeah, yeah. But. that's because you see the lightning and then the sound wave catches up. Hmm, I guess so. Whatever no, you I'm, say. No, you guess how much you want. That's that's how it works. All right, Mr. Scientist. Well, he's no Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is. More of like a Mr. Wizard. <laughs> Uh, the article does conclude the scientific report is relatively short, highlighting the demonstration itself, but only briefly delving into the details. It's clear that most lightning strikes did not travel the laser path. Laser-guided lightning is still in the research stage. It okay. works occasionally, but for reasons not yet fully understood, under impractical and very expensive conditions. So, like I said, it's a coincidence. Having shown that it can be done, however... Science will now attempt to fully understand it, make it consistent, and see whether it's practical in the real world. In the meantime, we can hope for more beautiful pictures demonstrating this stroke of ingenuity. And the conspiracy theorists are going to get all over this. Well, Well, it's like, most of the time we do this thing and it doesn't work, but every once in a while we do it and it works because it's... Just a coincidence. And the, like hitting on chicks at the bar. And the and the uh, potential villain with the bald head and the high pointed collars with the egomaniacal laugh also must oh, wait for them man. to develop this it's technology. Like the... An echo activated laser lightning dis- uh, detector. <laughs> the the Chancellor, detector. you know, from Star Wars. I was thinking Palpatine? of Ming the yeah, Merciless Palpatine. from uh, Flash Gordon. I was thinking Jeff Bezos. I don't know what that is. You but... don't know what Flash Gordon is? No. Oh my gosh, you got to watch that movie. Don't confuse okay. it with got... Flesh Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> the National Archives sent a letter Thursday to representatives of former presidents and vice presidents extending back to Ronald Reagan. Oh, so so Jimmy Carter's free and clear. Sounds like it, yeah. That's, that's where they're all at. Uh, they're all peanut buried silo. under the peanut farm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all the way back to Ronald Reagan to ensure compliance with the Presidential Records Act. They had to pass a law, apparently. Uh, Is it a recent law? Uh, I don't know. According to a copy okay. obtained by the Associated Press, the act states that any records created or received by the president are the property of U.S. government and will be managed by the archives at the end of an administration. Oh, so Trump couldn't even kept it just because everyone else was doing it. The archives sent the letter it's a defense to that won't hold up in court. Right. The archives sent the letter to representatives of former presidents Donald Trump, Barack Obama, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, George H. W. Bush, and Ronald Reagan, former vice presidents Pence, Biden, Cheney, Gore, and Quayle. Speaking of foul. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Have you ever had quail eggs before? They honestly suck. No, I, I, no, I we used to put them in uh, oyster shots. I that would actually be a good place for them, but okay. you try to make like an omelet with them, and it's just you I, have to crack like ten of them. I had like a mental you have to thing. Cut them. It's, it's ridiculous. I had a mental thing about eating duck eggs, but then I had really? them, and they were just like eggs. Oh, you yeah. have to put. Uh, I heard you had to put lemon juice on them to make them not smell bad. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Whoever made them made them right. I was just like, well, oh, they're just like eggs. You know? I would yeah, totally eat smell. a bald eagle egg. Just saying. My freedom. Yep. <laughs> Uh, responsibility to comply with the Presidential Records Act, quote, does not diminish after the end of administration, unquote, the archives wrote in the letter. Is this a felony? 
Can they all know. get charged yeah, now? Probably. Therefore, going to. we request trial. that you conduct an assessment of any materials held outside of the archives that relate to the administration for which you serve as a designated representative under the PRA to determine whether bodies of materials previously assumed to be personal in nature might inadvertently contain presidential or vice presidential records subject to the PRA, whether classified or unclassified. They said self-importantly. It is our responsibility to maintain the documents, and we've lost track over the past 40 years. It's kind of weird that there even is such a thing as classified documents. Shouldn't we all just be able to know whatever it says? There's a department of the government called the Archives. Yeah, it just sounds (laughs) sketchy, you know? What are they, the Oracle? We are the keeper of all the knowledge. No, it's not you. It's the internet. Well, it is now. But at some point, it was a library. They certainly keep a lot of it, right? Sure. Uh, Spokespeople for all of the aforementioned people did not immediately respond to requests for... They list them all again. I'm just not going to say them again. Uh, Freddie Ford, chief... Donald Trump, who set out a tweet. (laughs) Well, if uh, Elon lets him. Uh, Freddie Ford, chief of staff to former President George W. Bush, suggested... In his response to the archives that Bush's office did not believe a search was necessary, saying, thank you for your note. We understand its purpose and remain confident that no such materials are in our possession. <laughs> Sounds like they need to search him. What, they didn't just bust down his door with a barricade and, you know. Maybe he gave them all to Hillary, who shredded them all. We don't mm-hmm. know. We don't know. They remain confident, however. Well, I mean, if they did go after Bill or Hillary, right, that's a suicide. You mean Hillary? Hillary. Another one. That's right. I'm three for three all night. Boom. That's four. Dropping portmanteau like, well. No, that's four. Like a a loose uh, bowel movement. Mm. Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what they uh, do? Wait till he gets into microdosing. Have you guys ever heard of home equity theft? Um, No. All right. You guys know it home equity is, though, yes. right? Yes. You buy a house and the value goes up and it's the difference between what you owe versus what it's valued at, right? Sounds like a scam, but continue. Uh, all right. So this from FEE, what does that stand for? Uh, the Foundation for Economic Education. Right. That's true. org. How a Massachusetts town seized a farmer's $370,000 property to cover a $60,000 tax debt. Wow. And kept the change. They sound like monsters. This is referred to as home equity theft, and it's a much bigger problem than many realize. Yeah, Isn't like imagine illegal? being retired, you know, and you don't have the money. I mean, that just, that's criminal. Oh, it's worse than criminal. It's political. I, I, seriously. It's evil. It's, it's worse than, uh, what do they call it, when the taxman comes to take your property? Theft? Uh, no, no, no. That's, there's a term for... Uh, Foreclosure? No, when they oh. acquire the property. Uh, Eminent Robbery? domain? Eminent domain is one of them. There's another one. I don't know. Asset forfeiture, something. Okay. Well, that's Civil asset forfeiture okay. is the, the process by which they use to take property. Uh, so this is even more heinous than no. all of that. Whoever whoever did this, whoever was involved with doing this, I hope they can't sleep at night. I hope they have nightmares for the rest of their life of stealing this person's home from them and their livelihood. No, they don't care. It's just process. You're just following the rules. 
rules set forth by the state. Like, imagine being a normal person. You work for the state, and this is what you do. You should be ashamed of yourself. Oh yeah, absolutely. At the very least. Yeah. I'm just doing my job, man. I go to work. I grab the classified well, documents. Sucks. I come home. You should be shunned from society. Absolutely. For even being I'll throw employed. rocks at you. No, I wouldn't do that, but Alan, someone should. Alan DiPietro is an alpaca farmer you in the town of... Stelling. Oh, DiPietro? Yeah. Do you know her? I might. Wait, what's the first name again? Alan? No. In the town of Bolton, Massachusetts? Uh, that's literally where I'm from. No relation the to town Michael. over. No relation to Michael Bolton? Oh Wait, my I gosh, actually, you know I these people. I actually literally know these people. I went to high school with a, I'm not going to say his first name, but yeah, this. Population 5,376? Yeah. That's I, literally I, where she's from, but it's also the town over. Just Well, that's what I'm saying. I okay. went to high school in Bolton, Massachusetts. I went. They were rivals. That's well, wild. You didn't really go to high school for very long. Uh, two years. Okay, that's half of what I, I did. I did cheerleading there when I was in fourth grade. <laughs> All right. Come on, dude. This is my. Wait, uh, this is wild. Okay, continue. How do you say the last name? Petro? DePetro. Not Pietro? No, it's DePetro. Oh, okay, all right. Ellen DePetro uh, is an alpaca farmer. Are we not going to talk about that? In... <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about I making have... the fourth grade cheerleader. I have photos. <laughs> if you want to upload them to the website. <laughs> no. They get raided again? Come on. Uh, he lives in an RV on the 34-acre property where he keeps his alpacas, and he sells their fleece. <laughs> He literally fleeces the alpacas to make a living. Then he got fleeced by the government. Now he's complaining. DiPietro wasn't always a farmer. He previously worked as a chief engineer for iRobot, a company that makes autonomous home cleaning devices such as the Roomba vacuum cleaner. He became disenchanted with bureaucracy and red tape of the corporate world. However, so in 2008, he decided to leave that world behind and begin his alpaca farming venture. Should have done it in New Hampshire. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.